Yo, yo. What up? What up? Yo. What up? What up? Hey. Hey, welcome. Welcome to Benny's crib. What up? Oh, uh, yeah, just leave your shoes over there. It's cool. Yeah, thanks. Does that sound cool? Yo. Yo, what up? Welcome to Benny's crib. We're both a little high. <clears throat> We're feeling very good right now. Um, and it's, I'm trying to get the date up. That's why I'm stalling. It's January 13th. It's a chilly night in Portland. What's the, uh, what's the weather down there, Jack? Jack? Uh, I ain't been outside in a few hours, but it's, it's chilly. I doubt it's quite as chilly as Portland, but you know, it stays cold. Jack Frost is always around. Speaking of Jack. That's where you got your name from. Correct. <laughs> uh, close. Very close. I got my name from actually my grandfather who was quite a man around Portland before I was around. So that's kind of cool. There was already a Jack Schwartz kicking around Portland doing important things. He was a lawyer. He built a law practice. That's dope. Guy. What did he yeah. kick when he was like around Portland? Like what was he kicking specifically? <sighs> like like stones or like cases? Cans, kick cans. Can, like um, probably probably had some nice kicks on. Oh, you definitely. Know, they kept they kept them polished back then. You know, they had to. <laughs> I mean, if he's a lawyer from like seventy five years ago, you already know he's got the the shoes down. Got the shoes ready to go. Got to be looking spiffy in court. You know, there wasn't computers either, so everyone's looking at, at each other's shoes more. Yep. There wasn't phones. Yup. <laughs> yeah. Yup. Uh. Yeah. Foot fetishes and shit were at an all-time high, because everyone was looking at feet. Everyone was looking at feet. You're disgusting. I'm not actually. We don't kink shame. If you like you feet, good for you. you. I don't want to hate on somebody if they like feet. What the fuck are we talking about, Jack? I'm gonna just ask you the first question, then I'm really gonna like give you an official introduction because I really kind of skipped it in lieu of witty banter. Under the uh, love, witty, but yeah, we've been on the witty banter train for <laughs> under like the introduction minutes. here. Here's the first question, and then I'm, I'm, I'm just shaking it up tonight. I want to be a little different with it. I don't always want to go A to B to C, I want to go A to B to like F to Z to the number yeah. four, and then you end on C. As long as you still get the destination set, you Gucci. Here's a question, True. regardless it's jazz, yeah. What's your first memory of hip hop? I know you're more of a singer than an MC, but still, that's my first question. I usually ask everybody. No, but I still, I still like barring up. Yeah. I still like rapping. Um, as far as artistry goes, or like at least my solo stuff, and like really dropping it, really going after it. It really started with with rapping, rapping. I mean, we don't have that tape out. It's it's out somewhere. I'm, people can find it. That's a secret. It, some people know where it is, but mm. very few do. Mm. Um, I won't take it down from that one place, but I'm not putting it up anywhere else. But it was yeah. So I was I started with rap as far as that goes. But of course I was I was in like rock bands and things like that. Um, got you, got you. Leading towards seriousness of music before that. But first memory of hip hop. I don't remember exactly it. I remember, I feel like I vaguely remember Jay-Z, but my first, like, thoughtful memory of it, my brothers showed me Eminem. I was down with it. I thought it was cool. I wasn't, I was pretty old for someone who liked music and stuff. I was probably, like, 
in fifth grade or sixth grade and you know i had been playing guitar and jamming and being all about music and blues and jazz and or, well, more blues you know from like second grade or first grade or something like that i was i love music but i was never hopped on the rap train i think mostly because i was just on the rock train so hard and that was kind of like a little you know weird old rock kid thing to do is make sure to not like rap for whatever reason um mm. and then we listened and i listened and i was like okay this is cool then they showed me um i want to say warning by biggie was the first one i was like ah this is really dope um also i think i was just you know drawn to like the funk um in that sample and just you know i did like poetry and like i it just it struck me and that shit was like the storytelling and it was just crazy and and the use of samples and the use of that like uh that pager sample in the morning and things like that that tune really struck me so that was probably around fifth sixth grade um and after that then i was just like okay yeah like because then we you know we had middle school so we had garage band things going on so i was like all right beats you know uh it was just the perfect way for me to do things because i had already been somewhat of a multi-instrumentalist so i was just like you know it was a good way to express it younger and let it all come together tremendous yeah i mean biggie's yeah. a, biggie's a great place to start yo <clears throat> i love a place to start and uh i love a place to start i resonated with what you said in regards to the funk of the song because i think the fact that hip-hop samples so much and interpolates so many other genres makes it have this mass appeal over a lot of other yeah. genres for me like you can do a cover of a hip-hop song as a rock band and it's got to be done really, really on point to not be like dumb corny, kind of in my opinion. But yeah. if you know how to get a good guitar sample, even I guess even you know like there's some horny, horny. That's really funny. There's some <laughs> there's some corny hip hop songs. Um, I said horny, bro. So that's like dumb funny, bro. <laughs> um, it's not that funny, but anyway, uh, there's a lot of corny hip hop songs with guitar samples too that I've heard, but I just feel like hip hop adapts to other genres being mixed with it better than any other genre. Um, man, y'all, I don't know about you, but I'm, maybe I got too high before this. How you feeling over there, Jack? I'm good, man. I'm I'm chilling. I'm always too high, so. Yeah, I kind of I kind of resonate with that because uh, we're at six minutes and thirty seconds here, and this podcast is featuring Jack. Are you playing music right now as I'm interviewing you? Is this, is this Am happening? I allowed to? It's is kinda, that cool? It's, it'd be cool if it didn't... Like, I want you to because that's awesome, but it's, it, like, overdrowned some of my voice, I think. Okay, never maybe, mind. Wait, maybe... If you, can you turn down the volume on the piano, or is it, like, analog? Yeah, I'll just move... I'll, I'll, I'll play it a little quieter. Yeah, just just keep keep the keys a little quiet, but I like the, <laughs> like the background. This anyway, is a guitar right now. Um, regardless... Um, Jack is a Portland, Maine, originated, now living in New York City, hip-hop, R&B artist, multi-instrumentalist, uh, producer, and someone who's got some stuff coming in the nearest future, and also someone who dropped a bunch of shit last year, and I wanted to get them on the show, get them on the uh, the Benny's Crib podcast, to really just get their story here, and you can tell, 7 minutes and 30 seconds, uh... We are no stranger to stories and talking because we've been rambling about a whole bunch of silly and fun shit. So that is who is rambling with me tonight. Sorry for the, the hella delay. I don't think I've ever done an introduction at the seven-minute mark. This is tremendous, Jack. Um, but tremendous. that's who you are. Would you say that was an accurate depiction of who you are as an individual in this current time and the present moment? I was pretty impressed at, at it, honestly. That was, like, right on it. Boom. You hit the multi-instrumentalist, hit the R&B, hit the hip-hop. 
Hit it. You got it. You hit it. You you got it, man. That was perfect. I think we're going to end the podcast right now. And not like just this episode. Like, I'm never doing a fucking episode ever again. That's how good I feel. We're going to graduate on a high note. Um, All right, here. Let me get my next question. You've talked about the fact that you're almost a late bloomer. Not even a late bloomer, but you got into uh, hip-hop and that kind of sound later on. I want to talk about the pre- part of your life before that where you were uh, a young and just getting into music and blues and rock uh, first off you touched upon it but um you're from portland maine uh, what was it like growing up in the 207 man in, in, in portland the city by the sea well i enjoyed it a lot i was out in north Deering, so you know i was more at the at the crib by the creek but it was it was calm you know i went to light set uh, elementary school and more so those those is like an attached school it was fun um i was let's see we played sports me and my brothers i'm the youngest of three three boys um we all play sports or whatever and then just quickly were drawn to music my earliest memory of music in general um yeah like that was like I was, because that seems like a fairly important part of my life, was I was about, you know, like seven maybe, mm-hmm. and I remember it was my birthday, and I think my dad, you know, he took me to Best Buy to get me some albums, I don't know why, I was just like, yeah, music, I want music, and so it was uh, Nevermind by Nirvana, you know, the baby penis cover. Of course. Um, That was one album, and then the other one was Are You Experienced by the Jimi Hendrix Jimi Hendrix experience yeah, yeah, yeah. and then I was like alright I heard those I was like bet guitar please like guitar and he had a guitar and I messed around with it but I was like y'all really want, want to figure this shit out so and I was really young and really drawn to it so you know I started lessons um, with my teacher Pat Keen he's a he's a really experienced guy he's still doing things he also has a mastering <laughs> studio now he actually mastered motions my first motions EP um, he's great so I started with him very young um, and my brothers at the same time picked up bass and drums, so then I just had those around, so I was just jamming on those, um, you know, started playing, like, you know, at lunch at the school, in elementary school, and then, you know, like, then at middle school doing that, and then, you know, going to, like, um, what was originally just a rock camp and what is now actually MAM, Main Academy of Modern Music, um, yeah, we were there before it was that. Like, it was just a rock camp, and it was down downtown, and that was awesome. Um, I remember I was really young. They took us to see Rustic uh, and all that stuff. So I was just growing up around the Portland music scene and not even really knowing it. I was just kind of in it because it was just what I was drawn to, and that was cool. Then I went to Portland High School. Um, I had a good time in Portland High School. It was a cool, it was a fun place. Um, and I also went to Paths half the day. Portland Arts and Technology High School, uh, eventually for music. So that was a really cool place. I met some really cool people. I met Odie DeSmith, who inv- who eventually uh, introduced me to Juan Pound and all the Block the Wind guys and Ben and, and everyone. So that was really cool. That's where I learned, you know, Ableton and really starting to put beats together and learning, you know, how to just kind of do things on your own mm-hmm. um, and learning it really through Odie. He was, he was doing some awesome things. Um, and all that time I was, you know, also playing in some alternative bands around town a little bit and things like that. Played in a Scott punk band throughout high school that we were, we were gigging, um, in Portland and that was, that was a good time. And, you know, it was, it was a cool place to like start to nurture, 
a music career. I didn't even really see it for much of a place. I always remember knocking Portland and the music scene for not, you know, showing enough opportunity and things. But um, I think shame that looking back at it, looking back at it, you know, well, one, it's grown a lot since then, too. And that's Facts. one thing, you know, I've been gone for about six years. So, you know, it's that's really been some time. But even like, a, you know, a year or two before that, I think it really started showing um some form of like access accessibility because that's what it felt like to me it just wasn't accessible and you know you had to go through certain channels to get these shows oh yeah i think from like a top down from a top down point nothing to rep with like yeah from like from like like a booking point yeah there's a lot of fucking like old-minded dumbasses who don't know how to like let young artists just put on like ground up kind of shows you know in a sense yeah i know exactly what you mean by that 100 percent. exactly and so that that's a big thing that drew me over here um oh I can't forget also um, a big thing that contributed to me even entering the hip-hop world or the R&B world at all um, was when I was in high school. I started messing with the piano a little bit, so I started taking lessons with Matt Fogg. He's at Midcoast School of Music, amazing pianist, taught me a lot of cool things, showed me a lot of cool you know, artists that really helped me expand and, and made me want to really come here. Um, so, you know, I think the jazz, the jazz aspect and the hip-hop aspect of things really developed at the same time for me. Mm-hmm. Um, which which has kind of created this fun hybrid um, where I just kind of met in the middle of that R and B. Um, but yeah, Portland was Portland was really cool, and not to mention you know, you know, being dumb, doing dumb shit, getting you know, getting drunk or whatever, going to house parties. It was always really fun, you know, skipping class and, and things like that. Um, it was it was a good time in Portland. Um, but, you know, when I think of things, I guess I just look at things in terms of, of music. So <laughs> that's what that was like. Bet. Yeah, man. Sounds like uh, you're someone who really has met a lot of people in your area that kind of are into the same interests as you. And you got a lot of love for your home area. So that's cool. Because I was going to ask you, you know, when did you start making music? You know, kind of what genres you were in? You know, what was your time growing up in Portland? But you kind of hit all that, man. Like, <laughs> I you, did. You, my you, bad. I kind of went off. Okay. Well, no, man. You got to get your stream of consciousness shit out. You got to say what's on your mind. And if you're passionate about what you're talking about, I don't really like interrupting people unless it's, you know, to accentuate a point or, you know, maybe just give them, like, you know, a pivot question or some shit. But, yeah, it's dope because I, I got a lot of love for Portland, man. I've, I've been living here for, like, three years now, honestly. And, uh <clears throat> yeah i fuck with it heavy because it's just the most open-minded and accessible place for art and i think culture in maine by far so that's yeah. why i love it here but let's get in i guess to those times where you started getting into hip-hop man um and getting into yeah. this you know more i guess not modern sound but still the style you kind of are rocking with more today as a solo artist and as someone who's in a collective and collaborates a lot um yeah was there any key memories or just urges or, you know, moments where you were like, fuck, you know, I want to start either, you know, just creating or recording or even putting out music that's kind of in a different zone? You know, I want, I want, to, I want to switch it up. Yeah. Um, let me see here. So I think I definitely got introduced once again to like GarageBand and, and, and iMovie and things. I still even use iMovie to make, you know, these little promo video textures and things like that, you know kick something quick real quick on your phone i think it's it's really convenient but um i remember i got introduced to all that shit uh of course like i think middle school because they gave us those laptops you know we had like some grant or something um so we had laptops to use and they were max or, or we had you know something like that at some point um for school or whatever 
so you could borrow those and and so i was just just doing a lot of different creative shit i remember uh some friends um that i that i had then you know that they probably still acquaintances i just don't keep so much in touch we used to make like these goofy like we used to like basically like make movies and you know like silly movies that i wouldn't want to watch them now i think they were probably ridiculous but it just started sparking that all right you can make your own personal project like outside of you know school or outside of anything else like you can really just create this stuff and i already had that in me from just you know jamming on riffs and, and writing things i always wanted to write things uh from starting music you know i've always pulled things from what i've learned but uh, i remember that was really a, a key moment because you know even though i didn't start getting crazy into it that just kind of introduced me to, to the vibe so i was you know i was familiar with some sort of music software um, some sort of creative, you know, projects outside of, of what else is assigned. And then, yeah, I, I think there was there was a few catalysts. So there was that one. Um, and at that same time, I had just started, you know, listening to rap. Um, most of what I listened to at that point, I was pretty young, came from my brothers. Um, you know, friends would kick shit around too, but of course. But um, a lot of what I would listen to was from my brothers. So they started listening to rap. And then I started listening to rap. And I was like, oh, damn, this is dope. Um, so, you know, we had some music equipment. I used like a live mic for, to record some stuff on GarageBand. I remember recording raps in like seventh grade, sixth grade. Um, yeah. So I remember all of that. Uh, that was, that was when it really started. And then freshman year of high school was when I started kicking the piano. Um, and you know, got more into rapping a little bit and being like, okay, I want to be a rapper. Like this mm, looks fun. Mm. I remember, you know, seeing the Mac Millers and the, and you know, even Wiz and just like all these different people who, who made like something. Just the, the beginning of the ind- independent artist vibe. You know what I'm saying? Where yeah. like, you just you just kick Nipsey. You know, you just kick some shit out and all of a sudden you pop and I'm like, all right, this looks dope and I love doing it. So freshman year, that that was when that started happening. And started taking piano lessons with Matt Fogg. He showed me uh, Robert Glasper. We were just talking about Ooh, Dinner Party earlier today. He's so good. Um, Dinner Party so that good. Was, and it's such a good album. Um, and Robert Glasper is still, to this day, a giant inspiration of mine. Um, he's one of the I best, man, of the, of the modern yeah. era, I mean, I think. He absolutely For what is. He, does, he absolutely is. Just his compositions, everything, and, and, and his performance style. And, you know, I've... Uh, you know, one of these days, I'm going to meet Glasper, and, uh, you know, I can't wait. But uh, I love it. I remember seeing him a few times out here and things like that, and, and you know, he was just such a big inspiration. Um, and at the same time, Matt Fogg was a, was an inspiration. That man, um, you know, I encourage anyone, if, if you get a chance to come across a gig where he's playing or something, just watch him. He rips the piano. He rips the saxophone. Um, and he's a workhorse, and that was something that was a huge inspiration. He just He just worked. I remember, you know, I was taking lessons from him. He was like, hey, look, I just picked up the saxophone for fun. And a month later, this man was ripping it harder than anyone I've seen. And it was, just, I was, you know, so, and he inspired me with all that different music that I had been shown and, and awesome. things like that. And I was getting more into hip hop. SoundCloud had, you know, started going under my radar. So there was yeah, a lot yeah, of yeah. creative hip hop that I was, you know, some underground shit that I was really kicking. Um, so all that really came together. And then... At once my taste and things like that came together, uh, I went to Paths uh, my junior year of high school, Portland Arts and Technology High School, half a day for music. Um, and, you know, that was a cool program. It wasn't, um, you know, I didn't, 
it just gave me the freedom and, you know, a space and, and equipment really to just kind of explore this stuff. And then I met, uh, I met that kid, Odie DeSmith. I think he's out in LA now. Um, and he was from Yarmouth and he, you know, he had Ableton and he had started building his own home studio and all these things. And so, you know, I went over there to record and I would record over there. That's where I recorded that first tape. That's where I met, and once again, that's where I met Juan Pound, you know, Ben, all of them when I was out there. Shout out the homies. Um, Shout out the homies from Cousins Island, because, yo, and I was pretty as hell. What? I'd I'd just drive out, you know. Yeah, that place is fucking gorgeous. Yeah, so pretty. And, uh, And Odie's mom was an artist, so there was, you know, painting all throughout different rooms, painted different themes. It was crazy. It was so cool. Love it. Um. Yeah, so that was that was like really when okay, I can become an artist because, uh, and I'm just sitting there watching him, and you know he was nice enough to not just let me watch, you know what he's doing, but really help explain this shit um, of you know just just the simple basics of like recording and Ableton and things, and I could just watch it because you know through different schools and different things like Paz, I learned Pro Tools and stuff like that, so I knew the idea yeah, yeah, yeah. of a DAW, but. Uh, he was really, he was really nice enough to let me, you know, be in that space with him, and 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 also help me, you know, use it to to create what was really the first the first album that I was like, okay, yep, this is this is an album, and I dropped that my senior year of high school. Is that the one you and scrubbed so, offline for the most part? Mm-hmm. That's the one that's that's not really anywhere. Ah. Um. Yeah, I got two. I got one. I don't think that is anywhere at all. Um. That I fully took off, and that was a year later after that, after I had... So when was this? Like, back that. in, like, 2012, 2013? How, how young are you? What's, what's your age? I'm 24. I graduated high school 2015, so this was all probably, like, between 2010 and 2015, you know? Like, that, that's when all that stuff was really starting to happen. Tremendous. Yeah. Because you dropped yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Blue Jack in 2016. and. Well, for- college yeah. a, a lot of people probably like will find that one is one like your first projects that's you know i think posted online under the the jack um moniker because you did you, you change your name correct you used to go under jack schwartz yeah i was just going i was just kicking jack schwartz i was like honestly too many you know you search jack schwartz too too many like lawyers and things can come <laughs> up that that'll get in the way uh you got to be accessible at the same time for for an audience so um, and especially when you're a small time artist. So that's the, also the, the reason for the dot, you know, cause there's other JXCKs, unfortunately. Um, so, you know, I put that dot there. So we, we have some differentiation. <laughs> it's a little business um, moves, man. Little know, things you got to do to brand. Moves. Yeah. And you know, everyone knows to pronounce it Jack more or less. Some people yeah. know it's and I'm like, you know, that's just fine a- too. <laughs> that's all right. Um, but actually the name change came after Blue Jack. I just, uh, we redistributed things through Jack um, and oh, Dre yeah. got the blue. That's a good point. Because yeah, yeah. also at the time, Dre was going by Andre Blue. So, yeah, he's, um, Dre got the blues name, now, right? Yeah, 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 which is a, it's a dope name, I think. Um, yeah, it's cool. And uh, so, yeah, that, that came later. I actually dropped an album right before that. I had uh, gone to college in 2015 to play lacrosse, dipped out of college at, like in that spring semester, Thought I was going to stay in Portland. I was like, fuck that shit. I don't like school. I don't like this. I don't like that. Um, for one reason or another. Worked at Becky's Diner, I think, for the summer. Yep, Becky's Diner. And 
Um, I was chilling, just kind of recording at my boy's crib off, you know, then this was a much less glamorous setup and I was back to square one using the live mic and like a shitty old laptop. Um, so I dropped something that was called part two. Those two, those two albums were part one was the one in 2015. Then part two, when I came back, um, and then that's when I went back to New York, back to school. And I was like, all right, I don't want to, I don't want to work in a diner. Nothing's really coming off of all of this. I'm out. Uh, yeah, let me see what I can do somewhere else. Um, and you know, I still had that scholarship that they had been offered and they didn't take that away. So I was like, all right, word, I'm just pop back out to New York. And, um, so I did that and that's when I, that's when I had connected with Dre. So we had been at the same school, but we didn't really connect that year before. And then I connected with him and, and we, you know, we got together and just made music instantly and it was, it was really easy. And then Blue Jack came about 2016 fall. Tremendous. Yeah. Cause I wanted to get a little predate to the newer rebranding era of your art and your, and your music, but Again, you've you've kind of led me uh, up the path, yo. You keep on just beating all the questions down, and like 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 you got. It's almost like I emailed them to you. It's tremendous. Um, it's tremendous. Yeah, 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 yeah. Crazy. This podcast is sponsored by Yardy Ting. Um, let's talk about in New York. Yeah. How did it feel to get that project out and just kind of have a collab vibe going? Because since then. Every year, almost, you've been doing, you know, music shit in some way, you know, consistently. You know, 2017, you dropped Motions. You were doing a lot of live shows, and I think just dropping kind of solo songs and covers the next couple of years. And then last year, you had a huge year. So what was it like to kind of start making music in 2016, 17? All right. Because you're in New York. Like, you you move, you because did you, like, decide to move there after college and just stay there? Pretty much, it sounds like. Yeah, but that, I I graduated in 2019, so not long ago. Oh, um, I bet. So you've not, been in college. Dude. Oh, yeah, I forget. You said you're, t- you're 24. Never mind. Yeah, that makes, that makes sense. Yeah, but um, yeah, first of all, just want to say appreciate it, man. These are great questions. This is this is cool. This is just kind of helping hey. me go through it chronologically. I haven't. I don't think I've sat down and, you know, thought about it this, this chronologically. Yeah, man. Before, I mean, but, time's um, a flat circle, so I try and at least have some linear flow to our stories. That way we kind of can... You know, have a have a audible handrail to hold on to, if that, if that makes sense. No, absolutely, bro. Um, so twenty sixteen was dope as hell. Um, me and Dre dropped Blue Jack. We were performing, <clears throat> started performing on uh, on campus at Manhattanville, where we were going to college. Um, and then from there, just got a couple of off campus gigs. Oh. Um, and just started, you know, uh, just going. We started playing, you know, around um, like the tri-state area a little bit. Played some Connecticut shows, or maybe just one, but that was a hell of a show. Um, Love it. And and uh, and some Jersey shows, some other New York shows. We played some really dope places. Um, we played, uh, and that was that whole year basically. Um, so that was Blue Jack and the Sauce Boys. Um, so that was like a, a whole band thing. So we were just uh, gigging around playing the tunes from Blue Jack live with a live band. And that's where that all started. Um, and that really started the catalyst for what's the Sauce Collective now. Um, so that was all of us. Just Shout them out. You know, and, Who's the Sauce yeah. Collective? Oh, Sauce Collective. Uh, Dre got the blues. Um, at the time, it was Andre Blue. Well, that's his name. But that was his artist name at the time. We were just going by our names. He was being lazy. It was Jack Schwartz, Andre Blue. But we got Dre got the blues. 
Um, he's from Hartford. Uh, he's a rapper, uh, some a singer, artist, um, writer. He's a great writer. Uh, so he's really dope. Um, photographer as well. You know, a lot of us do a couple of things. Um, we have um, Ava. She's a guitarist, dope guitarist. Um, also dropped a project um for producing you know not just guitarists but multi-instrumentalists um lots of different instruments um and then same thing with brandon florek he's a, a he's mainly a bassist but a hell of a multi-instrumentalist as well um and a producer um so yeah we all we all do different corners of the same thing more or less you know i feel you i feel you a um, couple a couple yeah, of skill so, sets yeah, and then at the time we had a couple other um, uh, members of the band. We had um, Angel Valle. He goes by Atello as an artist. He's a dope artist. Um, I have a I have a feature track with him. You have some stuff we're working on together um, now too. He's dope. He was the drummer at the time, um, and you know we had a we had a few different people that we were working with. But uh, that was a dope year. That was really fun. We were really just getting after it, just playing shows, having a good time. We went to block the Windfest all together that one year. Everyone came up to Maine, you know. Um, that's always fun, merging of worlds and things like that. So that was really dope. That was a really dope year. We had a, a little uh, sauce tour, we called it, the summer sauce tour, where we played, I don't know, maybe maybe like six to eight gigs uh, in the tri-state area in that summer. And that was just, it was just really dope. It was a great time. I love it. I'm really... Uh enjoying this is a very easy interview man i'm just asking you like quick questions and then you just you're a good you're a good uh, i was gonna say storyteller which is true but you're also a good question answerer so props to you man. <laughs> thanks bro i appreciate I'm, it I, I, let me know if i'm rambling though. nah nah it's a podcast man that's what you're supposed to do you're supposed to talk yo mm. take a load off take a jacket off you know like have a drink yeah <laughs> have a drink. love it yeah <laughs> i am going through Right now, the motions segue. The motions. In twenty seventeen, right. you drop motions. Talk yeah. about the inspirations behind that project. Yeah, please. Um, motions. So, motions. Um, let's see here. I think Blue Jack kind of went our separate ways. You know, just after that year, that's just kind of what happened. Not like complete separate ways. We all, of course, are still in touch to this day, and 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 you know all work together um but just as a band it just it wasn't really happening so we we called it i think if i'm not mistaken i may have been the only one left at amville maybe uh at manhattanville no that, that was one more year um but still you know we just it didn't it, it wasn't clicking so we were just like all right let's just let's do something else so yeah um I, uh, that year started, and then, let me think, am I missing the timeline? No, all right, well, Motions, either way, uh, it was my, se- I remember Motions was my senior year of college, and I, uh, nope, that's allowed, was my junior year, okay, got it, remember it, bam, so, yeah, um, a couple of the members had graduated, and, or stopped going to college there as well, so, that's what happened to Blue Jack, we just kind of dispersed, and then, um, you know, me and Dre were both there, but it was, you know, we were only there, um, kind of doing our own things, of course, chilling and still making music together and stuff. But, you know, 
you don't always have to be attached and we, we you know we're yeah. at a building point so gotcha. we did that um and i was going through a breakup a breakup big album catalyst for everyone everyone mm. sad and makes an album daddy mm. yankee said that yeah <laughs> Everyone gets sad from a breakup and makes an album. Channel that and emotion into something, you know? <laughs> yeah, and it's and then you know that's if they had to make a break making a breakup album before, it's usually the best album they've made. So that you know, <laughs> that was that worked because you know, you're just in the fields, you know. Um so uh <laughs> Yeah, so that was motions. Um, but you know, that was just channeling some some things and made sure to keep playing, you know, some gigs throughout the city or whatever, um, with those tunes. Um, trying to build as much as I could, you know, while balancing school and, and working. I had just started working as a teacher, I think, that year, um, as a music teacher, so things like that. But yeah, that that's pretty much what Motions was. Motions was a breakup album. Made a, made a couple videos for it, saw some success, um, and you know, it, it definitely showed me some things that, that, hey, like, it, actually what Motion showed me was that Portland, people from Portland fucked with me still, and that was cool. I remember seeing a lot of recognition um, as far as the people that I knew there um, for that for that album, and I was like, ah, oh, that's cool, nice, or that EP or whatever. You, you love to it, see so. it. You love yeah, to see so it. That, that was a cool thing, for sure. Mm, mm. I just got a craving for... Uh, like a real fresh grapefruit. You ever fuck with a grapefruit? Uh, with some sugar. Yeah, it, sugar. this should be bitter. Not to like completely get off topic. I don't. I don't want to like dump the sugar. But no, 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 no. I don't. I don't want it to be you know crazy. I'm looking like <laughs> a nice juicy grapefruit slice with just a couple, just a couple sprinkles of some sugar, man. A little ice water on the side right now. I'd be tremendous. You like fruit? You like fruit? You was talking about bananas earlier. What was, was I talking about bananas, man? I forgot. I you said you were going to eat a banana. Oh, yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> I said a singular banana. You're, you're talking like I'm saying plural bananas, bro. Plural banana. That's bananas. Yo, it's just bananas, man. Um, <laughs> you and Gwen Stefani. Anyway. Um, yeah. I love the fact that you said Portland was still fucking with you because that means you're home. You know, had got your back in a sense at a tough time uh -huh. emotionally. Um, yeah, absolutely. Let's talk about I, New York City, though. Not to uh, interrupt, if you had something else to, no, to say. I did not. No, no, no. I did not. It's tremendous. Um, what makes you fall in love with New York City, man? Like, why? Why are you still loving? Why? Why are you still living there? I imagine is it's the music. Is it? Is it the culture of the music down there? And just among other, you know, amazing things about it being New York City. I just feel like it sounds like through your stories here, the connections you've made, the impact music has been on your life, and the fact that it's pretty accessible to make music in New York um, has made you kind of stay there. But I wanted to see if that was accurate and, and you kind of hear it in your own words. Yeah. Um, well, really, it just brings me to, like, what came after all that. And that was basically um, that year passed where I, I dropped Motions and then... That, that just happened, and then, you know, I don't remember, I think I stayed in New York for the summer. Um, you know what I think happened is, the year I made motions, I actually did, was this the next year? Yeah, this was the next year. The next year, I was like, damn, I have this EP, it's, it's pretty good, people like it, um, 
and I'm in New York. What the fuck am I doing? So I think it was either that summer after I dropped Motions. No, because the summer after I dropped Motions is what happened is I went on Block the Wind Tour with Ben Thompson. Yeah, well, Ben's been soft dead now. summer. That's what happened. Uh, that was, uh, no, that was the sauce tour was the summer before that. Then I dropped motions then oh. that summer, then that summer, uh, which was 2018 summer, 2018. Yeah. Cool. Dates. Got you. Got, got you. Got pretty you. Pretty fucking you. high. Sorry. No, um, we don't judge. Yeah, I'm a little, uh, yeah. allegedly high too. Uh, yeah. I'm like, I'm going to grab a little another rip in a minute, but, uh, <laughs> nice. Uh, yeah. So we went on tour. I went on tour with Ben. Um, Lena, uh, Luke was there. Lena, um, and that, what's her last name? Lena Rich. Rich, Lena she's Rich. talented. Yeah, she's dope. She's very talented. She's got a beautiful voice. Writes great songs. Um, uh, Luke was with us. One pound. He was he was DJing and, and getting some sets as well. Just you know some DJ sets, which were always a dope ass time. Everyone's always knocking to his shit. It's one, 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 one. Dude, I hear that piano again. I'm tr- it's tremendous. <coughs> so what's going on? Summer 2018. You missed the Hollywood. Yeah, so, You're feeling so good. We, yeah, Mr. Hollywood feeling good. So uh there was always some interchangeable people there. Um not interchangeable rather, but like people were rotating in and out and then but me and Ben were the ones who was there, you know, we, we did the whole tour, we, we went out to LA together, we did this, went did that, bunch of small ass shows, but it was a fun time. It was a great time. Um we was, you know, just jamming, playing all different places, meeting all kinds of different people, um, just enjoying, you know, walking around, judging people. Uh, oh. together having oh. fun, <laughs> fun. Oh. Um, yo you're gonna get cancelled man you better watch out nah, I'm just kidding <laughs> I'm just kidding yo I'm just saying like you always have that buddy and like if you tighten up with a friend you can just walk around and judge people together and you're not gonna judge each other for judging people it's fun we not serious but you know here and there nah I'm just kidding uh but uh um uh. don't judge me Nah. <laughs> um, Don't judge yeah, me. Yeah, we man. had that. We had that tour. It was a great time. Did some nice hikes. Got real fucked up a couple of times. I might have gotten a little too drunk at some shows, to be honest. I I wasn't proud of a couple of them. But, hey, you know, some some, them, sometimes you take your lumps and you learn a couple of lessons. <laughs> yeah, but no, nah, it was it was pretty cool. I mean, one of those shows was like we had a dope ass house party in Portland. We played in the backyard. I think it was at at Nessa's crib. Um, I'm blanking on his last name, but shout out to Ness for doing some sound and and providing that spot. That was dope as hell. Mm-hmm. I'm doing sound throughout the tour. But anyway, so yeah, we had that tour. Um, so that was good because that felt like I was, you know, milking motions a little bit, so to speak. Um, and then I was back in New York. I was there for the summer. I was working, just teaching, you know, doing my thing. And then that next fall came around. I was like, what the fuck am I doing? Or, like, the end of the summer came around. Like, why am I... Like, I'm in New York. I stayed there for the summer. I didn't go home by choice. Um, I was like, what the hell am I doing here? Why am I not utilizing this? So I just started, you know, trying to find open mics in the city as many as I could. I had the whip, so I was like, all right, we out. Um, And, you know, I found myself that year going into New York City. Um, My senior year of college, you know, everything from, like, two to, like, 
even sometimes four nights a week, just, you know, different open mics, sometimes be the same ones, I follow the same ones, you know, but just as like, just every little connection counts, basically, I was treating it like that, and I just had this EP, and I was like, I gotta keep, you know, pushing it, um, and doing something with it, so, you know, that was when I started really trying to really get my name out here, um, and it resonated a little bit, it was, it was pretty cool, people were fucking with it, and I was really enjoying that, you know, I was getting a chance to really get my licks in performing-wise, um but not so much on the instrumental side but more you know on just the like just me being me um just presenting my music which is is can be a lot scarier i think sometimes i'm comfortable Mm. as hell on the keys Mm. um and especially with the whole band of other instrumentalists around me and another artist on the stage to you know lean on Mm. um but when it's just you your music your beat and your voice and your words like they're going to hear exactly what you're saying. You can't hide it with no fancy finger trills. You you know? So uh, that was really good for me. Um, but they also liked it. So that was also really good for me because I was like, all right, cool. You know, not everyone likes it always. But there was there was definitely enough enough uh, acceptance of it that I was like, cool, I can, I can, I can rock with this shit. Mm. So I just mm. kept grinding, going out there, uh, gigging, 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 you know, doing that, playing open mics, playing... Um, Started playing some shows, um, you know, a few more shows with, you know, what was the what's the Sauce Collective now going out here a little more, um, especially after that year. But uh, yeah, so I was doing that, and then that's when I started um, to work on Motions Two, and then about a year later. Let's talk about that because Motions Two, in my you know honest opinion, my humble opinion, in my I was trying to think of another adjective that started with H. Honorable came to mind, but I, that was too much of an ego thing for me, so we're going to kill that bit. But in my opinion, that's probably your best work, man. I think it was the most, um, I don't know, just, just the tightest on the vocals with, with your with your structure, not only with your individual songwriting and vocals and the way you set up songs, like you know, an individual song structure, but the way you placed your features was really well done. The cohesiveness of the, the the whole album front to back, I think, worked really well too, and the features weren't on point. You know, shout out Ben, Shane, Be All, Trey Armani, you know, a couple other great people, and I want to talk about that project, but mm-hmm. I have a little uh, fun game perhaps before we talk about Ooh. that project. If you're down, dude, I love games. Games are awesome. It's the but I do cheat at games sometimes. Well, I don't know if you can cheat on this one, man. It's just. <laughs> It's going to be a rapid fire. Rapid fire questions getting thrown at right, you. Go ahead. If you down with that one, man, you down? Yeah, go ahead. All right. Let's play a game. You want to you want to play a game? <laughs> <laughs> What's your favorite scary yeah, movie? movie for an interview. <laughs> this is ridiculous. This is an intervention. This is a both I'm of us. Off. Someone's going to walk in on us and like give us an intervention. I feel it. This doesn't feel right. Yeah, All right. I'm gonna, yeah. Someone trying to give us interventions. I, I think like oh, there's gonna be a phone call from my parents. I don't know what's going on. Like you are right. <laughs> I, I'm getting that feeling. I'm getting something. Something. Something's happening. <laughs> All right. All right. <laughs> Let's get this fucking train back on the tracks. The rapid right. fire. Favorite basketball jersey of all time. Mm, uh, Allen Iverson. Which color? Love the little guy. Which like which uh like just the classic Philadelphia black? Classic Sixers. Yeah. Um, uh, which color? Just the white with that with the. Ooh, the white is yeah. gas. Yeah, I got a Denver Fresh. Nuggets AI, the rainbow one. Ooh, ooh. 
I love AI, yo. Definitely one of my favorite guards of all time. What's yo, your, facts. What, <laughs> what's your proudest accomplishment? The NBA being up so far, just being on the NBA Live. More to come. More That's coming soon. sweet, yo. Yeah, more yeah. More things, more accomplishments. I remember that, man. Yeah, but that was dope. That was really fun. If you could sing a, a hook for anyone, who would it be? Drake. If you could make a beat for anyone, Ooh, who hold would on, it be? Or her, sorry. Her? Yeah, her's dope, yeah. too. She could sing. Yeah. If you could make a beat for anybody, or even just, you know, maybe... Actually, no, yeah, we'll, we'll, stick, we'll stick to production. If you could make a beat for anyone, who would it be? Rex Life Raj. That's another good artist. He's got a lot of, like, he's one of those artists that, to me, should be, like, a huge pop star. Because he has, like, legit, really good rap appeal and hip-hop, you know, production in a lot of ways. But he makes really poppy, upbeat, or even kind of just, like, you know, I think, songs with a lot of appeal in a sense so hella range hella yeah. range good ass voice too very good voice yeah he's got a lot of like a lot of tracks i, I forget about when i look back at my playlists yeah this is a fun game if <laughs> 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 oh man where was i bro all right here we go if you could have a guest verse on a song of yours from anybody any artist who would it be oh my god that's so tough that's the toughest thing i've ever heard in my life uh, Stevie Wonder. Stevie Nicks. Stevie Wonder. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I wonder by no, Kanye no, West. No, no, but a guest verse. That that would be like a joint song. That would have to be a whole joint song. A, a duet. Stevie yeah, Wonder's so, a god. If we're gonna go guest verse, I think it'd be so cool to have Dom Kennedy spit some shit on a song of mine. I think that'd be so dope. I don't know. I'm spitting all these West Coast rappers. I must be in a West Coast mood or something. Make money like Oprah. <laughs> He's so dope. His voice is. Dope. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, Dom's got some like pretty legendary West Coast shit. <laughs> if you if we yeah. go back, I think like about the Yellow album. <laughs> the Yellow album is crazy. One twenty five is my shit. I remember waiting for that. I was a senior in high school. I was about to graduate, I think. Let me see if I'm right. I'm going to Google it. I think I was about to graduate. And then the Yellow Album came out, and it had Kendrick on it, and uh, yeah. my, my type of party, and uh, maybe even Nip, or another really prominent Cali rapper. Yeah, well, he would, if it wasn't Nip, then they, I know they were working together like that. Or, you know, I might have been Nip. Yeah, Dom, yeah, Dom's like a, one of those Cali like internet rappers. And I mean internet as someone who's like dropped a lot of shit online. <clears throat> like I'm like from the West Side with Love, I think was one of his albums too. Let me see. Let me see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a good ass album. Yo, West dude. Side with Love. Um, and then there's a part two that was dumb too. There's a few of these. Of, of oh, yo, <coughs> I was right. So Yellow album came out June 2012, and I graduated in June 2012. Get Home <laughs> Safely was a good album. The original Dom Kennedy was a fire album. Dude, Get Home yeah. Safely actually is a pretty good album. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, it was there's a track with Freddie Gibbs. It was um on Yellow Album. That's who it was. I was like, fuck. I know there's another dope MC that I like a lot. I gotta look up Sorry. Dom's. I'm looking up Dom's discog real quick. He kind of gets forgotten about. I think when you people people mention like a, you know, really like laid back, fun, just solid California MCs from the early like internet era. You know. Facts. Nah, he definitely, yeah. 
he doesn't he doesn't get the credit yeah like he was fucking but, from the west side with love part two that one was so dope man had like cardo on it thc chuck english scoop deville futuristics chromatics schoolboy q big crit sir mikey rocks man some good ass names and then get home safely I forgot about Get Home Safely, man. That was another crazy EP. That shit was, dude. Let's be friends. Seventeen. And then by Dom Kennedy, yo. Uh, what's the tune I'm thinking of? This is this is my favorite. Intermission for Watts. One of my favorite mm, songs of all mm. time. And then he's been rapping with uh, Hit Boy a lot. Yeah, honestly, I forgot because he dropped like I felt, I felt like he was dropping a lot of um tapes, you know? Yeah, because he dropped um. The original from the West Side would love the original Dom Kennedy, Yellow Album, Young Nation, and from the West Side would love two all those in the span of three years. There's like I remember there was a street where I was like I see this name everywhere, man. Sorry, I got off topic. I just I just I've been saying it with a lot of recent interviews. It's so much fun to go back and think about the early 2010s internet rap that I was consuming on like Dap Piff and shit like that. Facts. A lot that of fun. Piff was really the, that was the shit. A lot of fun. Re- oh, I remember just being up on my computer, getting shit from Dat Piff, and the the image wouldn't work, and I wanted to have the image on my iPod, so I would download the image, yeah, put it on iTunes, yep, and dude. make it look good. Yo, that was that was a whole era. That I always did that. Era. My iPods always had like I, I would make the song titles proper, I would fix the spaces, and I, I was too hardcore, man. My grammar was off the charts. <laughs> What's this rapid fire, yo? Let's get back here. Alright. What's your favorite late night New York City activity? Mm. Jams. Jam sessions. Oof. Jam sessions are crazy fun. Favorite late night main activity? Could be jam sessions. <laughs> It's never jam sessions. That's why I'm not there. I wish it was. I wish I had more access to jam sessions late night there. Uh, uh, <laughs> I don't know. Shit gets messy in Maine that late. I don't know. Just smoking joints, you know. <laughs> That's a safe back answer. porch. That's a safe we're gonna answer. Say the safe, we're going to say the safest thing we can because it got, you know. It gets I'm hectic out here. I'm, I'm in vacation mode when I'm there, so I'm, uh, yeah, I'm going to go with smoking joints on the back deck with that's, the fam, with that, the brothers. That's safe. That's safe. Safe bet. Safe bet. <laughs> Favorite main food spot? Main food spot. Or one of them, because that's a very tough question. Very, very hard. That's a tough question. I'm going to say something. Harmon's is Fire. Harmon's. Harmon's burgers, Harmon's hamburgers, and Falmouth goes fucking hard. But it doesn't, like, I don't know, like, they some simple-ass burgers, but, like, I don't know, you just don't find some simple-ass burgers that are fire like that anywhere else, like, anymore. Like, I don't know, mm. they, they're gas. I fuck with it in, in an odd way. I really like that place. That's lot. dope. Throw, throw, it a, right. throw it a couple Portland ones, too, real quick, just for the people. Yeah, you're a Portland man. Right. You're young. You were young. You're a Portland baby. You grew up here. I did. I did. Some of the spots that I used to go to, not even there anymore. R.I.P. All right, Milton's. Milton's Cafe. If he's still there, I think he is. Milton's Cafe in 
the city hall basement. Oh my god, that man makes a fire sandwich all the time. He was, that man knows his way around a sandwich. It's just this dude with his panini press, and you know, it's some bags of chips or whatever. It's yo, this man is yeah, god, that, I don't the, know. the, the clock crazy. tower cafe. That that guy. Yes, that that's literally it. If Milton's still there, though, I don't know. If they got someone else, don't go there. It's whack. <laughs> but uh, it was, used to be one guy working there, and he was fired. And anyone um, can just go there and get it? Oh, yeah, because yeah. you went to Portland yeah, High. Did you go to Portland High School or did you go to Deering? Yeah, exactly. It, exactly. I went to Portland High, so it was right there. So we would just dead go there. And it was cheap as hell. It was like three bucks for a fat-ass sandwich. That Man, yo, fire. these motherfucking prices is stupid small. Four yeah, bucks. That shit was... That shit was crazy. I really like that. Uh, I love pizza. I loved Otto. I love um, Otto. Yeah, Otto's fire. That mashed potato shit. They really knew what they were doing when they started that. that yeah, that shit crazy. is. That shit is good. That shit. I still dream of that shit when I'm not there. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, I'm trying to think. I'm still thinking about been there in a minute. Ooh, 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 two casa. Ooh. On the hill? Yeah, crazy. yeah. On Washington. That's just dumb. Crazy. It's just like, stupid. <laughs> watch, watch out. You might burn yourself because it's hot. It's it's quality. It's, it's heat. It's fucking quality. It's fire. I love me an Italian. Italians is another one, but from anywhere. I like Ananias. Eddie's goes hard. They're in Portland. Um, yeah, they got some good ass Italians. Amato's got some good ass Italians because they don't make those like that here. So like, I miss them shits all the time. You yeah, know, they, like simple. Like that's a prime hangover food. Oh my god! Like it's cold sandwich, but it's fire. Oh, yeah. Cold sandwich fire. when you're hungover. Interesting. I would want like a yeah, hot sandwich. Nah, cause there's so much to deal with. <laughs> like a bacon, like, 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 I want like a really bacon, egg, and cheese, bro. When I'm when I'm hungover. Sometimes I can't deal with the bacon. <laughs> That's true. Then you get the turkey bacon, baby. You get like maybe just some fresh turkey, man. You right, eating you eating a cold right. ham, but you don't want the bacon. What are you talking about? To to each their own, my friend. Yeah, but the veggies be That's true. That's like, true. They're wet and fresh, and it's just like it's it's nice. It's Yo, nice. it's I refreshing. Fuck with a veggie you think of it sandwich sometimes. Yeah, mad refreshing. It's like a glass of water refreshing. when you have a small glass sandwich. Glass of water <laughs> sandwich version. Hey, you know, if someone said there's a sandwich in every beer, maybe there's a glass of water in every sandwich, huh? <laughs> you never know. You never or know. some sort of drink. What's your fourth yeah. favorite season? Uh, what, my fourth favorite season? Yeah. So my least favorite season? Yeah, we don't, we don't have to judge. We don't have to call it the least. This is number four. Fourth favorite. I, okay. I like them all. <laughs> Love Jack. It. Love it. All right, fair enough. Love the optimism. All right. Mm, spring. It's too wet. That's fair. Shit gets all muddy and melts. It's so, yeah, exactly. It's pretty sometimes, but most of the time it's just wet and damp and just like, whoa, you know, mud. And... Yep, spring. What's your favorite seasoning or spice? <sighs> Chili powder. Chili powder. And or, and, or K, uh, and or cayenne pepper. Yeah, I use a lot of cayenne pepper. I forgot. I think I I'm, love I think I'm powder, out of chili powder. I got to get some chili powder. I'm finna get a couple more spices that I forgot. Spices are very important. They're they're very near and dear to my heart. I like Mrs. Um, Dash a lot, too, because I use, like, uh, 
black pepper and garlic salt a lot. And then I'll get a couple different Mrs. Dashes, because Mrs. Dash is the seasoning that mixes a bunch of shit already for you. And there's a lot of flavors. She's pretty, she's pretty good. Miss Dash, pretty, pretty cool lady. But anyway, I'll check it out. Um, I was gonna keep going. Sometimes I just want to like keep a really long pause just to see what will happen. But then three seconds in, I'm like, I can't do this. This is like dead air. But you ever just want to do that, man? You know, just see how long can people take silence? What's what's the matter with silence? You know, what if you and I just stopped talking for like 15 minutes and we just kept going? Like, how many people would tune out? You think like every single person would just like skip through it? You think you think one person would stay? That's a serious question. I I think everyone would skip through it because you put on a podcast to hear some sound. That's true. Um, you know, so I, I would probably I, I yeah I think most rational people there. Honestly, if someone does stay, keep it on just for that. It's either loyalty or like psychotic yeah. behavior. Because I probably <laughs> I I probably would skip like within two minutes if i was listening to a podcast and that happened 15 minutes is quite a long time though. but yeah at the same time at the same Maybe time like 30 seconds if you had to if, if you know in, in, in this situation if you had to take over the lead in an action movie franchise which franchise and like who who would you want to be mm. that's rapid fire Iron Man. Iron Man because I don't want no one to see my face. I just, I want to look like that big robot. Well, most, a lot of superheroes wear masks, right? Yeah, but like, I don't know. And I also think it would be fun to be in that suit because like, what? You know? That's all. That suit is pretty fucking cool. You don't really have too much responsibility because the powers are not really yours. Like, it's just your suit. I mean, you got the heart thingy, I guess, or whatever, but you can just be like, this is just keeping me alive, you know? So it's not so much your responsibility. I guess it is because you have the suit. You know how to use it. But you just give it to someone else or something. If you don't want to, you know, have to do everything. I just want to fly around, you know. I want to enjoy myself. I don't want to have to be fighting people all the time. I just want to fly, baby. I just want to fly. also Spider-Man, though, because... He got a mask. Yeah, he's got a mask and, like, that looks fun swinging around. I would definitely think it'd be fun to be Spider-Man. Doesn't Spider-Man get an Iron Man suit in the, one of the movies? Pretty much, I think. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, he does. So at that point, that's the that's who I'd want to be. <laughs> Spide, Spider-Man, Spider-Man. Spider-Man. <laughs> I yeah. I was gonna try to mix it a different way. It's not working out. Hey, you know, just go yeah, with the flow. We, we roll with the punches, baby. We Ooh. can have a moment. Um, yeah. What's a collab you still want to have? With someone who resides in the 207. That I don't have yet? Yeah. Or, I mean, if, if you really can't think of anybody, just, you could guess you could shout out someone you want to work with again that you've already worked with. No pressure. It's can a very loose podcast. Can I today. say more than one person for this one? Yeah, num- numerous. All Answers right. are acceptable, man. Get some I, numerous, man. I want to continue to work with Ben. It's been dead. Dre Armani, Shane, some of these I may already be working with. You don't know yet. You might find out later, everyone. And um, also, Spose. I want to work with Spose. Um, she seems like a really cool dude. Um, yeah. I'm trying to think. Angelica. Yeah, she done. Um uh, 
She's dope. I, she actually went to pads with me. Uh, we went to pads together in high school. That was dope as hell. No shit. Um, yeah, it was helpful to have that other R&B there was person someone, there, too. There's a dope know? rapper that I fuck with. I think we went to Portland High School. I'm forgetting his name now. Fuck. Well, she didn't go to PHS. She went to the music, the Portland yeah. Arts and I mean, but like, High School. This, yeah, but just, you, you no, mentioned There's a rapper that went to PHS. Uh, Sa- uh, Sana, I think? Sana. Yeah, I'd like to work with Sana for sure. He's in... He's in uh, uh, oh no, or is it killed now? I think it's Sana still. Yeah, it's Sana. Um, he's he's in the Bronx. Yeah, he dope. I mean, he had the he had that gig. Uh, he had that that coat drive show. Uh, that was dope. And shouts out to him for that. Um, in Portland, I think it was last year, last December, or two Decembers ago now. Yeah, it uh, feels like last year, but twenty nineteen. Yeah, that was dope. He had Nate Joel on that. I'm still tight with Nate. Yeah, Nate Joel's um, dope as fuck too. He's he's blowing he's up online right now. Yeah, he he deserves it. He's dope. They're all, everyone here is dope. Uh, he had Janique there. He had AQ there. I know them really well. Janique was on Motions too. Um, and yeah. I'm working with AQ on some things, uh, or may or may not be working with <laughs> AQ on some things. Um, Allegedly, yeah, some really dope people. Kang was there. Um, he's dope. Mm. Uh. And Dre Armani, my, that was fun. I love having Dre with me. Dre's, we, we always. Cool he's got fun energy. Time. Yeah, I've only met he's him a couple a times, dude. but he's just, he's just, I don't know, we're just laughing a lot. I think. Mm-hmm. Hell of a guy. So I was happy to to be there with him. Um, yeah. So he, yeah, I definitely love to work with him. Um, a lot of people for uh, ammo. He's dope. Um, and he he hit me up. I gotta I gotta get him back. Um. Because he's really dope. I don't know if you know his stuff. He, he, uh, he be doing on like some kind of some trap, some auto tune shit, and it's really dope. He's really dope with it. What's, um, it, what's his he name also again? Went Ammo A M O H. Um, mm, but he know. also went to Paz, and you you'll only find you know that trap shit. He's dope at that. He's fire. But he uh, he also went to Paz with me and Angelica and Odie and. This man had the craziest voice when he sang some like soul with no with no auto tuning. I don't think you're gonna find any of that anywhere up. But when we was in high school and he was singing that shit, this big ass dude singing like, oh my god, he had the most beautiful voice. I, that shit was crazy. It was like phenomenal, and I really hope to see and I, I hope I can even facilitate some of that coming out into the world because his voice was phenomenal. But uh, even all the music he makes now is phenomenal as well. Um, but I, I want to see him do some of that shit because it, w- it was crazy. It was super smooth. Um, there's, there's a lot of artists. Let me think. I want to work with George Foisey, Um for sure. He's pretty dope. He's not Portland, but he's Maine. I yeah, I mean, just Maine, man. 207, baby. Yeah. Oh, I got I to gotta get up with one pound. We worked together years ago. Um, and other and ever since that, you know, we just been boys, and you know, he DJ for me here and there and shit. But I would love to rap on on a couple of his beats or something. Just playing Jones, definitely want to work with him as well. Damn, I could list this shit forever. There's there's a lot of people. Tht is dope. Mm. Um, Griot is dope. Uh, yeah, all all those people. I hope I didn't forget anyone or leave anyone out or leave anyone upset because there's there's definitely more that I'm not thinking off the top right now. No worries, man. We're both pretty high, so I'm just I'm just glad we're still moving forward. Yeah. Um, 
I think we're going to conclude the rapid fire questions. All right. Tremendous. Yeah, sorry, that wasn't very rapid. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, it's it's a good time. We're not are you ju- we're not judging anybody here. Even though I think earlier we did say we, we we do judge people. <laughs> we're not judging anybody here. No, uh, not really though. Not really. No, no poignant observations. You know, it's like post Seinfeld culture. I guess who knows. Um, motions too. That's really, I think, still your best word to date, if I may say so. What went into making this project? What was inspiring you at the time? Just, I guess, talk on it, you know? So Mojo's 2 was actually a culmination of, of a long period of time, but it was really that period of time where um, I was starting to transition from, you know, being at college in New York and just kind of being what feels like a floater to, to you know, get my spot in in you know, both physically, like as far as an apartment goes, but also, you know, professionally, as far as a lane goes. Um, and I think I'm starting to find that or, or have been starting to find it basically. And that that's the culmination of like the start of that work. Basically, you know, the tunes that I felt were like really, really near and dear to my heart. And I had started making them maybe, I think the first one I made was circles. It was actually a culmination of like a year and a half of work. Uh, it, uh, the first one I made was Circles when me and Ben were in L.A. for Block the Wind tour. So that was the first tune I made for, for Motions 2. And it was just a culmination of that year where I was just working, going to the city, uh, you know, going to college, going to the city a few nights a week, uh, you know. So that was another thing that, that helped on it. And, you know, it just it all kept pushing forward where I go to the show and go promote. And then, you know just just being in the city and, and being around and that was awesome because that was my first you know experience also being in the city it just got me out there and you know getting familiar and and seeing the sights i mean the, the whole you know everything is beautiful the way i see it like just seeing new places and and it's a huge place out here and there, there's so much culture and and there's not it's not all great you know um you don't want to move here and with just stars in your eyes and just like yeah, this is a great place for everyone. Like, nah, there's a lot of, you know, impoverishment and, and systematic shit that, that needs to be changed and that, you know, if I'm here, I feel like that's, it might be my duty to, to figure out a way to help with. But, you know, there's also some, some really pretty things about it and the, and the city itself is, is huge and, and there's just so many different people and so many different angles and so many different ways you can see things. Um, so, so it was my first year doing that and that's really what came out in motions too. Um, and, and through that also like through getting more familiar and, and comfortable here, I was more able to, to be familiar and comfortable with my main self and, you know, my main connections and, and where I stand between the two places, which is really, I stand between the two places. You know, I, I love Maine and I'll always represent it as my hometown. I'm never going to hide where I'm from because I love it to death and I love, you know, so many of the people there. Um, but I also love New York. New York, you know, showed me recognition when they didn't, when when they didn't have to, and not much yet. You know, I'm not, you know, I'm nowhere close to where I want to be. Um, not even a minuscule amount, but even just showing some form of acceptance and, and you know, helping me find what is my sound in my lane. Um, it, 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 you know, formed a, a love and a bond that I have here too. Uh, so that's really what Motions 2 comes from. Motions 2 comes from all that. That's where all those features come from. Um, that's where, you know, um, the dynamic um, changing of beats and things like that and really, you know, adding 
adding bridges and really not just, you know, throwing a loop on a beat like that because I know there's more than I can do than that um, and things like that. Um, so that's really what happened with Motions 2. Well, couldn't have said it better myself. I think it's a dope project. Again, I think you and just what you said you kind of were going through and working on and gearing up for for that project definitely kind of is evident in the final product. So good. Just good fucking answer again, man. Uh, you keep making it nice and easy for me. I respect it. Because <laughs> 2020 was Motions 2. Um, and it was also, you know, I think you dropped what, Collide and Wowza as well? Yeah, um, you dropping a good amount of music last year. I mean, a couple of singles, a big project. I think you did. You have any features? I did have a couple of features. I had mm-hmm. um, I dropped uh, one with Atello. The he was the drummer for Blue Jack. He uh, I was on one of his tunes. It's a really dope tune. It's called uh, Don't Can't Be on Can't Be on the Phone. Can't mm-hmm. Be on My Phone. I can't remember right now. Uh, the tape it's off of right now. Hold up, I'm gonna, I'm gonna let y'all know because might as well plug it uh, before I get in trouble. Uh, Why Don't I Feel Anymore by Atello, and that's that's the EP. And I, it was Can't Be On The Phone. So I'm on there singing. I had um, a tune with Dre. Dre got the blues called Amnesia. I made the beat for that as well as I'm on the verse. Um, so that that was, of course, always a good time to make. We, we made that. We lived together, and, you know, so it's always easy to, to just create some shit. Um, just go to the other side of the apartment. Yo, you ready to record your verse? Yep. <laughs> so that was cool. Um, let's see, what else was I in? Um, and then I also was in a tune with my man Steely One. Um, I'm working with him on some shit. Um, he's out of New Rochelle out here. That's right by, right next to Mount Vernon, like we were just talking to, talking about. Um, so he just dropped a project called Ride. Um, he's a dope, he's a dope man. Um, just a just a, a real good guy. Um, so I was on a tune called Space. I was on the hook on that. So I had a couple of features. I had like three, four, I think three features. But yeah, you were active. Um, so it sounds crazy. like regardless, you know. A little active. We stay active. You know, I'm trying to be more active now. So yeah, no worries. Um, 2021. Uh, I don't have too many things that that are finalized, but there's definitely some things that um, that we're that we're all working on that I'm really excited to share. I like that, yeah. Well, I think if you're down, we might have to kind of wind down here and kind of wrap this up, my friend. Absolutely, my man. I'm completely fine with that. I got a couple small questions to ask. Yeah, I'm tired too, definitely. I think uh, it's like 11 p.m. Eastern time. Are you in the same time zone down there? Is New York the same as Maine? That's a, that's a joke, by the way. That's I know they are. <laughs> I was like, don't answer that. Don't make me look stupid, dude. Wait, you watch the Eric Andre show, by the way? You ever watch that? I've seen it. I've seen a couple episodes. Whenever he, uh, someone mentions New York, he's like, hey. <laughs> I think, what's his fucking name? De, de Blasio? Was there a mayor name? Something like fucking that. De Blasio. He was like, hey, De Blasio, I'm taking the L train. <laughs> it's like, I think on this fucking ASAP Ferg episode, man, I just almost like yelled at when you said New York. And I was like, oh man, I'm proud I didn't, bro. I'm proud. Regardless, regardless. It's been a fun interview, Jack. Jack. And, uh, I've enjoyed just kind of getting goofy with you, getting serious with you, yeah. talking about motions and emotions and oceans and um, 
burgers. You said something about burgers. I'm pretty sure. So it's been it's been good, man. It's been real good. Um, shout out Portland, Maine. Any 2021 teasers or any just kind of you know, hey guys, it's Jack here. Stay tuned. Like anything you want to say like that, man. Anything you want to you know maybe share. Well, first I want to say thank you, my friend. For having me. Hey, you're welcome, man. We ramble on and on about myself. We all know how we love talking about ourselves. So thanks for giving me a platform <laughs> to talk about myself. Hey, MP, no, bro. I'm a, no problem. I'm a Leo for sure. Um, uh, I got, well, you you heard some names. Um, some of those names might have some things to do with me coming in the future. Um, whether that's beats or features or uh, joint projects or, you know, or nothing. You don't know which names is which things, but those are all happening. Um, and then you also heard my name, so there might be some things coming out with that name as well, as in, you know, projects. <laughs> so be on the lookout. Ooh, mysterious, but... Rather direct still. I like it. Look for new music <laughs> by Jack soon. Um, I've been asking everyone this, you know, kind of in the post-pandemic world. Because uh, I think it's important to remember that life is still fucking weird right now. And, I mean, shit be popping off in all sorts of sectors of humanity in American life, global life, whatever. So what's been, if anything, hopefully, keeping you grounded in this, you know, current times? Where, is there anything that's kind of kept you a little calm and collected? Yeah, um, I love outside. Outside doesn't matter what form of outside. Just get the fuck outside somehow. Yeah. I mean, of course, don't you know? Of course, in a, in a way that's that's responsible yeah, safe. Yeah, I in terms you. of a pandemic. But but go the fuck outside if you like. You know, I, I remember I, I I realized yesterday uh, I work. Um, and we just got um, sent home because someone got tested positive. Um, so, you know, I just realized yesterday I was I didn't leave my house. And I was like, today, I was like, jeez. I got to leave for a little walk good. or something. You know what I'm saying? Like, took a little walk or whatever. Whatever you got to do, run some errands, take a drive for no reason. Like, leaving the house is so helpful and so therapeutic. Um, and if you can get even further than, you know just outside the house that's even cooler you know a little day trip there's a lot of mountains in maine i know a lot of your listeners are probably be in maine so yeah mountains and shit that's always fun so leaving the house smoke weed i don't don't let anyone tell you that it's not okay because whatever you know like we all got our vices it's whatever just yeah man if i want to have a little of this a little of that who are you to tell me no you know Oh, tip your hat, hat Jack. My cat yeah. raps, spent 15 racks, asked me what the haps, fell down on its ass, said I'm going to call my paps. Uh. I laughed in a dash, hit the gas like an addict. I'm not trying to rap. I ain't rapping. We ain't acting. Me and Jack together is a faction. Split heads like axe. I need wood for the winner. I've been banging on the floor all night. My back got some splinters. All right. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then... Uh, Wait, hold up. Drink wa- drinking water, eating three meals a day has helped. Working yeah. out helps. And then playing with my pet rats helps. You got rats, bro? I have pet Just rats. Just stealing from the subway? Boys. 
No, I went to a breeder, a rat breeder. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. <Yeah. laughs> this podcast is interesting. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, nah, those are my baby boys. They're, they're fun. They're cool. No, if you can have a pet, have a pet. Doesn't matter what it is. Just if you can have a lizard, oh, dog, fucking worm, fly, a rat. Have a pet. Have a pet. Rat. <laughs> yeah, man. Where can people uh, reach you if necessary? <laughs> Not to interrupt. <laughs> yeah. Um. But yeah, man. Those are those are the things I'd say. Oh, hold on. Last one. Oh, Music. you got one more. Okay, okay. We can keep it. Music keeps me going. Yeah, I was, I was wondering when you were going to say, I'm like, shit, most people say music like the first thing, but you were like, I like the outside because I'm big on that too. You know what? Um, music is, well, I, sometimes I get sick of music, believe it or not. I really do. I, I, feel, mean, I, spend, I spend all day teaching music and then, you know, the second shift is creating music. Sometimes I'm just like, fuck music. But, you I know, that, listen we, that comes right back. Like, that comes, that goes away after, like, you know. Three hours. three hours of silence and then i'm like all right where to go but yeah for a little bit you know it's it's you know i try to find other things around my life to surround with so that i'm not sick of music by the time i'm 30 <laughs> i love it yeah. i love it no yeah. i feel you i feel you 100 that's the honesty we appreciate over here at benny's crew yeah man where can people reach you you know what's a what's a good place to get a hold of yeah. you yeah um, so yeah, this is the part where I plug everything. Plug your shit. Everyone to see everything. Plug um, it. Plugging it. We're plugging it. So dot j x c k on all streaming platforms for any music that you want to listen to. Dot j x c k. Um, you can check me out on Instagram, I guess at underscore j x c k music. Um, and you can also check out my website, um, jxckmusic.com. Um, you know, I, I also, you know, have a list of the services I do up there with the mixing, mastering, producing, things like that. Um, yeah, that's where you can find me. Definitely be, be checking out, um, on Spotify, Apple, whatever, um, or socials because I do have things coming up. Um, mm. I'm not going to say exactly what they are. Just mm. Cool man. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. Yeah, I was just, I was, I was, you know, being enthusiastic. No, we love ad libs. We love ad libs. Sometimes I just want to make them the star, you know. Nah, but yeah, mm. that's that's about it. That's about it for me. Um, and also, if you're if you were listening all the way to the end here, please go listen to those artists that we were talking about before because they're all amazing. This is very true. Please support your artists and thanks for putting up with us this episode. Um, I have one more question before I uh, conclude this interview, and I'm going to wrap this up in a very eloquent, beautiful bow, although there's been moments of immaturity, moments of maybe stalling, pervasive goofiness. This entire interview, I think, has put a very well-lit light at you and your progression as a young man and artist living in the jowls, the bowels, the depths, and the shallows of the East Coast, Mostly in Maine, Portland specifically, in New York, also centrifically. And Jack uh, likes making music, Jack, and there's more to come. And there you go. That's the interview. Last question. Jack, where will you be one year from now? Where will I be? This is a hard question for a podcast because I want to manifest, but I don't want to sound cocky. 
Um, Yo, some people said some fucking wild yeah. shit, so you know. <laughs> I'm gonna go for. I'm gonna go for. We're going for Grammy. We're going for a Grammy as soon as we can get it. So if that's a year, that's a year. If that's you know more, so be it. But I want a Grammy someday. So we'll we'll, we'll say that. We'll say the Grammys. Dude, no, I just checked. This whole thing hasn't been recording. Oh my god. Are you serious? No, I just wanted to get that on wax. See you. I knew you Yo, that's crazy. It was 80 minutes of just us doing this for no... Hey, you know, it was a good conversation. I've had fun with you. I've had a good time. Yeah, man, I appreciate we, it. I've had a good time, too. We've been playing some games. All right, Jack. Playing lots of um, games. Oh, see, I can't say your name without smiling, because I, I, on my podcast, I'll always be like, all right, Jack, and the person's name could be Stanley. But no, with <laughs> you, I say, all right, Jack. And I'm like, oh, now I have to actually like say something directly. Thanks for the promotion. Uh, thanks again just for the fun interview, man. It was fun um, dicking around for 80 minutes with you. Yeah, Honestly, sure a, lo- a, lot, a lot later than I thought it was going to be. I thought this might be like, sometimes I try and gauge lengths of podcasts due to my questions. And I thought this might be like a 55-minute. We got to like an hour 20. I'm like, dude, we got a lot of talking. Yeah, man. I can it. go, dude. I'm not going to lie. I can go for it. I can talk. I can talk a lot too. It's bad. Like I, I've had to like structure the way I talk because honestly, like already in my brain, I was like, "Ooh, I want to talk a lot longer." I'm like, "Nah, man." Like you just said, we're wrapping it up. You said the last question, and here you are, almost starting another rant. And here you are, almost starting a rant about starting a rant. It's just too much. It's just too much, dude. It's too much. <laughs> it's too no, much, Jack. Cool. All right, Jack. Anything else you want to say before we uh, depart and go into the celestial heavens of the universe? Nah, just. To, to you and anyone that's listening, um, you know, remember to breathe. You know, never take deep breaths. Yeah. Just Tremendous. Like that, always feels great. That's it. We Tremendous. Did it. All right. Yeah. We did it. We saved the city. Thanks again to Jack for coming through for a really fun interview. Again, make sure you go peep the album he dropped last year. It's called Motions 2. Shout out to sponsors. Yardy Ting, Fire on 4, Beach Boys, High Roller, and Crow's Nest. Take care of yourself. Keep reading. Keep being you. Take this shit one day at a time. Stay vigilant. I love you. Peace.